You are listening to the Liquid Flannel Podcast with your hosts, I'm Chuck. And I'm Brendan. The Williams Brothers. That's correct. The Williams Brothers from Other Mothers. And we are coming in tonight to talk to you about the second presidential debate for 2016. Um, we just listened to that, Brendan. And we are also picking up the inner voice of Fox News in our headphones. <laughs> right. And I don't know why that's happening. I think it's just the radio waves in the room and all the electronics. But if I touch my headphones on the metal part of that, I'm getting the voice. So hopefully I won't um, copy anything that they say too much. Right. I love I love the way you introed that by saying, so, you said it so normal, like, hey, we're just about to talk about the debate. Just a calm conversation of serious issues facing this country. And then you immediately pivoted to Fox News radio signals in our headphones. Oh which literally, goodness. when we plugged all the sound equipment up, we were like, can you hear voices? It's, Fo it's Fox News. I think yeah. it's on the radio. It it makes absolutely no sense, but we can pick it up through our yeah. headphones when it's we record something. this podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty interesting. And I don't know why that is, but... Once you, I do, I think I would have been okay if you never mentioned it to me. I think that I would have just thought that it was just a little bit of feedback. I would have or thought something. that our soundboard was haunted by the ghost <laughs> of Fox News, which I guess it it literally is in a technological sense haunted by the ghost of Fox News as we record this. Wow, you just know, like this whole election is haunted by the ghost of Fox News. That would be great. That would be a great. Um, maybe a horror flick, you know, call it the mixer. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you plug in the micro, or you plug in the headphones to the mixer, and then all of a sudden you hear a murder or you hear screams. You know there was, there's a horror movie about haunted Facebook. Haunted where people, Facebook. like, the whole movie's, like, people Facebook video chatting. It's, like, mm -hmm. fictional Facebook. Okay. Uh, but it's like, oh, no, my video chat's haunted and I'm gonna die! Okay, okay. Uh, so I think your mixer idea has legs. Okay. So well, speaking of horror movies, yes, this debate, Chuck, this debate. <sighs> yeah. So, do you want to catch us up on the recent <clears throat> events, or do you do you want me to run through the lead up to this debate, the insane lead up of this weekend's news? I feel like I feel like you would be good on kicking us off on the build up to this debate, what we thought it would be based on that, and what it actually turned out to be. Man, so they had the first debate. Everyone was like, Hillary just dominated. Trump did terrible. Her poll numbers just jumped sky high. Trump started falling like a rock. The VP debate happened a couple days ago. A lot of people said Mike Pence did good, but kind of threw Donald Trump under the bus, didn't defend him very much. But, you know, came off looking okay. And then over the weekend, a tape from 2005 of Donald Trump saying the most ridiculous, offensive, cartoon villain nonsense that if you didn't have it on tape would be literally just unbelievable if someone were to say like i heard a tape and he hasn't been released yet but man you will not believe what trump said i literally would not believe i mean it you want to not believe it but at the same time it would be like someone getting recorded at a fraternity party and having that resurface decades later when they'd moved past their life however in this case the uh, subject of this tape was about 51 years old or was it he 59 was almost 60 he was almost 60 at the time this tape was recorded <laughs> literally talking like people are like hey that's just how men talk it's like maybe a drunk 
frat bro, bro trying to impress his buds with how much you know game he scores on married chicks right. and how he's so famous he could just grope anyone he wants. Maybe you'd just be like, all right, drunk frat bro, you know, you're laying it on a little thick. This is a 50-year-old man, and it, it really just exposes that. He's spent decades being a lecherous old man using his celebrity to ogle and grope women without mm-hmm. their consent. What other interpretation can it have? Mm-hmm. And yet the first question at this debate, what about them comments? Right. He's like, I was misinterpreted. <laughs> that's not what I, you know, that's locker room talk. And I, what I want to know is if he is able to, if that's locker room talk for him, why isn't that behavior accepted from the people that come across the border? Like these rapists, like who, uh, the only people I know for right. a fact have committed sexual assault so far is Donald Trump out of everything that I've heard, <laughs> you know, like um, grabbing people, um, people saying, yep, that's exactly what he did to me. And that's why I filed a lawsuit against him. And I feel like that's why tonight he felt compelled to bring out the binders of women yeah. that Mitt Romney only alluded to. But <laughs> in this case, these are actual women that have at one point in their life said that um, they have been a victim of either sexual harassment or sexual assault even by Bill Clinton. Right. Is that and, correct? And I mean, one uh, woman actually accusing him of of full rape, just right. saying Bill Clinton raped me. Um but again, all this is like, this is definitely shocking. Many of these <clears throat> allegations are very old. Mm-hmm. As is Donald Trump's, although his is pretty recent. Yes. And it doesn't really go against, I, I think this hurts Trump so much because it just confirms everyone's worst fears. People think they're like, Trump is kind of a sleaze. I already know, but it's not like there's tape of him saying like, I'm so famous, I can just rope any woman I want. Now there's literally tape of him saying that. And it's like, you knew maybe he said that. There's tape of it out there. You can't deny it anymore and when they bring it up in the debate as the first question trump just starts saying well you know we isis is we gotta fight isis we just gotta i was misunderstood as locker room talk and isis is the worst yeah isis is worse than me yeah (laughs) isis we've we've got to we've got to deal with i love how the first thing is well i agree with everything that she said (laughs) right because the, the question was like how do you is the te- she was like I'm a teacher and I teach kids and I worry about having them watch the debate because of the level of discourse in this country yeah and they both just kind of said I mean what, well what was your impression of their initial responses there about the well, tone of the campaign basically you know I feel like first of all Hillary Clinton did the obvious thing that a politician would do and that is immediately use this to go into the talking points that what boilerplate um the standard, you know, stronger together, right. <clears throat> we're going to bring people together, we're going to heal this country. I think then that, you know, Trump went into, I agree with everything she said, but um, I'm actually going across America as a politician and listening to the plight of America. From Trump, you're saying Trump <clears throat> said that? Yeah, that's yeah. what Trump was talking right. about. But then he immediately goes into Obamacare, the Iran deal, and trade deficits, and it's like, what is any of this having to do with you setting an example? And then the next question, obviously, going into the sexual assault. Right. And I mean, they really, I, I have to give credit at the beginning to the moderators because they really were not holding anything back. Right. They mm-hmm. came right out. They said, we're talking about Trump tapes right up front. Mm-hmm. Trump's leaked, debaucherous comments on, on tape. 
and he was he just kept trying to pivot to ISIS totally unsuccessfully. It was almost like he had no response other than just like Bill Clinton's worse and you know, hey, this is just what peeps do, which is right. just disgusting that anyone would even buy that line. Right. Um but yeah, I, I think he's really trying to pivot to this whole Bill Clinton, you know, sex scandals and affairs from the past thing to just say, hey, we're there, but it's the same, even though he's not running against Bill Clinton. Right. He's running against Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Hillary Clinton didn't commit sexual assault. <laughs> or did she, right? Right. I mean, who knows? Who's to say? Yeah. Trump, at so many points in this debate, literally just screamed in Clinton's face, you should be ashamed like the shame woman from the end of Game of Thrones. Just shame. 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 You should shame. be ashamed. Shame. And it's just, you can tell that he knows that he needs to say that about himself, but he can't. So instead he just says it about Hillary Clinton. He just projects whatever is he uh, the worst part of him onto Hillary she should be ashamed of her sex scandals. No, Trump, right. you should right. be, right? And if she yeah. should be, she didn't even do it. It's her husband. Then you should doubly be ashamed, and you're not. This is not sophisticated. This is the I'm like rubber, you're like glue strategy. It's like if I did something and I know I'm getting busted out for right. it, I'm going to try to somehow pin this to you. But honestly, I mean, and this is somewhat of an aside note here. Is this that much more of a shock than, you know, from coming from the guy that says, I could literally shoot somebody in the street right. and still people will vote for me? Right. You know, um, I don't know. Or but or think, makes fun of a war veteran right. and say, you know, I, I like the ones that didn't get captured. Right. If we're allowed to let him, you know, talk about war veterans like this, talk about murder, I... This is not that much of a shocker to me. Like, right. I expect him to talk like this. It is crazy because it's like it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. But there's mm -hmm. already so much nonsense. It's just like it's almost just arbitrary that this just happened to be it. But I do think it is pretty damning because he doesn't. He knows he's being recorded because he knows he's Mike. Right. He just doesn't. Yeah. Care. He doesn't think that this is relevant. Right. He's just. Yeah. I'm just Donald Trump. This is just how I talk. Right. This is just how I talk. And just I think that's it like the it thing. Is. It, like I said, it confirms everyone's worst fears about Trump. They already mm -hmm. kind of knew it, but mm -hmm. this just confirms it in an undeniable way. Yep, everything you thought about Trump's private behavior, 100% true. Major sleazeball. Possible sexual criminal. <laughs> I would not be surprised in the least if you know more and more reports of this start coming out as we get closer to the campaign. But Trump's tactic... He knows it's indefensible, so he just has to flip it and attack. Bill's worse, even though he's not running against Bill. Right. And then he said, Hillary's worse. Hillary needs to be in jail. If I'm elected, I will appoint a special prosecutor to research Hillary and lock her up. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just absolutely insane. Who, oh, whose yeah. vote does he not already have that that line is winning the votes for him? Although That's just ridiculous. The crazy thing to me, and somewhat going back to the sexual assault, though, is that when he, when he said Bill Clinton far worse, he received applause from the audience. Now, this debate was oh. actually held at Washington University in St. Louis. So, um, I mean, who knows? I mean, both the of the campaigns of apparently get to bring guests. Donald Trump yeah. brought as guests all these people who have accused Bill Clinton of sexual crimes <laughs> yeah. over the decades. And Hillary brought, like, a veteran, a breast cancer survivor... 
uh, someone from the military, you know, so it's, it's just disgusting. So, I mean, but the crowd at several points was hooting and hollering Donald Trump, which I was shocked by. I mean, I thought yeah. the crowd would have a lot more decorum and there were a couple applause moments throughout the debate, but really early on, they just had to say, stop, we, we are not doing this. And again, the, tr- the debate just started off. It was a train wreck. The moderators couldn't get a handle on it. Trump constantly over and over again is bringing up, oh, Hillary gets to respond, but I don't get to respond. No, you just or, responded twice. You can't you, respond again. It's you, not a response infinite chain. You let Hillary Clinton speak 50 seconds over her stopping point, and now you're going to call me out unfair. I mean, it just sounded on like one. a three child. On one. Yeah, three on one, you know. Right. When all the moderators are saying, like, we have questions from real Americans that we'd like to get to. I don't right. even know how many questions they asked. It seems like it wasn't that many. And then the moderators basically had to, after every question, to say, hey, you didn't answer the question. Right. After almost every single one. It was completely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Or, and then I think, and I don't know if it just worked out that the things that Trump would, you know, start blurting out just brought in good segues or something but i think the next thing that they got into was the emails and i love um i love the line acid washing the emails by donald trump i mean it sounded like he's an expert on the cyber him and his (laughs) tenure cyber expert you know wash acid let's acid wash some jeans and we'll acid wash these emails along with it you know this is for 90s day this is the grunge era of emails (laughs) stuff you know she also tight rolled those emails, you know, at the end and everything. Shoot, they were Jinko acid washes. Oh man. Oh man. So this is flashbacks to to most of my childhood right there. Jinko jeans, acid wash jeans. Right. Okay. But apparently there's acid wash emails. Um I can't I almost can't believe they're still talking about the emails because like what do they think they're gonna get from Hillary? She just said the same canned response. Which, oh yeah. And and for her tonight, like, it was like, is that all? I mean, She's had to. She's been hammered so many other times, so right. many ways. I mean, she was grilled by the GOP inquiry into Benghazi for like yeah. eleven hours straight, or whatever. Like, yeah, what are you gonna ask me? Oh, we're finally gonna crack it in this one debate question. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I that military, like... that veteran debate, it was right. the same thing. It was like the first three questions right. were about the emails. Um, but it's it's just because, like I said in the last podcast, it's a scandal versus the substance they always talk about the scandals they have to talk about the scandals they talk about them over and over again every single time Mm -hmm. even though they've been talked to death they never talk about substantive Mm -hmm. issues although at some points in this debate they tried and i think hillary clinton and every time they talked about substance was very strong they Mm -hmm. had this whole section on obamacare on taxes uh trump was just terrible it was clear he just didn't know what he was talking about he spouted lies you know superfluously just constant lies hillary clinton has to keep saying i don't want to waste time so just go to my website for the fact check on all the lies right it's it's a tough position to be in to just keep up with trump's just spouting off one after one thing after another and clinton just can't they talk about trump not being able to resist the bait Clinton, at several points in this debate, they were like, Clinton, would you like to respond? And it's like, there's nothing to be gained by responding to your emails again. <laughs> and she's like, yes, I would. I'd like to talk about it. Some more. It's like, no, just move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
I think though that with the email or with the uh, Obamacare, which was the next question, um, I don't know. I felt like she didn't have to get into substance because Donald Trump is. She knew that tonight was not about that. She knew tonight was really about grilling the last remains of the flaming campaign that is the Trump campaign. You know, because she's like, we we do need to fix it. We definitely don't need to scrap it, which is what the you know Trump campaign wants to do. We need to fix it um, to keep costs low, but definitely doesn't go into it. And I know it's a debate, so it's not like you have a lot of time to be able to break it down in two minutes. Right. Um, and I guess really all she can do is direct people to the website. Right. That. And I, but I think with Obamacare, you know, Hillary came out and said, you know, I have detailed plans on how to fix it. Trump said, Obamacare is the worst ever. It's a it's, fraud. It's terrible. Yeah, it's a, you know, Jenny just said, it's a fraud. They've defrauded everyone. You know, we need to repeal it and replace it with something that's cheaper and covers more people better. Right. No, and, that's and she's like, impossible. But, but she wants single payer. I'm like, I wish. I wish right. she did. But I wish you know. she did as well. Although, um, but then Trump, when pressed, he started talking about some single payer stuff too, that we have to have universal coverage through Medicaid block grants. It's like, I don't even know. What the... I, I want to believe Trump knows what he's talking about and that that would be some sort of workable system to get universal coverage. I just don't have that faith in Trump that he's that intricate on health care policy. It came from a fever dream, <laughs> you know. So yeah. then after Obamacare, Muslims, a Muslim woman said, oh, yeah, how do you guys feel about Muslims as mm-hmm. if anybody doesn't already know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And I felt like in this one, the clear winner, well, first of all, you know, my take on Trump's answer was, you know, Islamophobia is a shame, but there is a problem. Right. But Muslims are bad and they're terrorists. Mm -hmm. So we have to just, we just got to call them out. Yeah. Shout out to Orlando, San Bernardino, (laughs) Paris. And All I my felt like it was, cities, I love you. you I love know, you guys. You guys are so. I want more, more you know, of you, please. Say the name. Say the name. It's a, it's almost like Beyonce, oh, Destiny's yes. Child. Absolutely. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. We, no one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't running game. Say my name. Say my name. You acting kind of shady. Um, but you know, I really thought that Hillary Clinton had a wonderful answer. I felt like. Um, I felt like she was able to, she walked over to the person that asked the question. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that she watched, you know, she's making eye contact with her. She's saying that this is a difficult thing. And, of course, we do not need to put a ban on all Muslim immigrants. As if anyone needs to say that. But sadly, in this campaign, you do need to say that. It's just absolutely nuts. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, Trump was terrible on that issue, of course. I mean, how could he not be terrible on the issue of Muslims? His, and I think Hillary did a pretty good job of breaking it down, saying, first of all, it's repugnant that he would even suggest that. If he's trying to walk back the Muslim thing now, again, it doesn't matter because any system he wants to put in place is completely unworkable. You can't yeah. check if people are, their religious beliefs. It's just he says it's called extreme vetting. Extreme vetting, right. Which is like, okay, we're already doing that. If that takes that into account, that's not the only factor. We can't just mm-hmm. blanket ban them. It's just nonsense. It's unworkable. Mm-hmm. Um, and ISIS loves this because that's what they want. They want an enemy in the West who says these ridiculous things against Islam because that helps them recruit. Because it gets people so outraged 
that Donald Trump would say such abhorrent things about their faith that they take very seriously. And that fuels the fires of ISIS, people who are in these war zones where the U.S. has been bombing them for decades. We can't be piling hate on them. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're all in on it together? Do you think that this is all just a big fleecing on me? It's just the military industrial complex forever. <laughs> you all need to listen to the Eisenhower like farewell address mm -hmm. where he was a Republican president who fought in World War II, who as he was leaving office was like, it's not looking good, you guys. The military really likes going to war, and you guys got to be real careful that that just doesn't happen. That the military says, like, well, hey, war is pretty good for our bottom line. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of companies making a lot of money making tanks and jets and rockets and all kinds of great stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's big money. And then they sound like, whatever, Eisenhower, get out of here. War forever is the best. Dude, seriously, war all the time. Um, Perfect segue into well, Syria, where... In that section of the debate, I almost wanted to agree with Donald Trump because he's saying, like, we shouldn't have gotten into Syria. Obama said, if they use chemical weapons, I'm going in. And then he totally backed down after they used chemical weapons. Oh, drawing the line in the sand. Right. He drew that line. And then he was like, oh, wait, never mind. I don't actually want to go to war with Syria, which I support. But you shouldn't have said that. That was <laughs> that was real dumb. Right. Yep. You, that, that was a moment of weakness. And, yeah, that makes us kind of look a little bit weak on the international stage. And I can see the dilemma that, you know, Obama would be in, especially because he what the last thing he wants to do as a Nobel Prize recipient is, you know, be forced into, you know, writing a check that his mouth wants to kind of cash. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, well, but, but the most interesting thing that Trump said on the Syria thing is they had said, here's your let me remind you of your vice president's position. Which the the moderator then read an extremely long detailed list of right. Mike Pence has said that we need to continue to support with orbital strikes, but it's also possible that we might need it. And then Trump just goes, "Well, we haven't spoken about Syria, yeah, but I disagree. I disagree. I think he's wrong." Which is like, what are you doing? So you waited until the month the month before the national election, and you still haven't even talked about. The largest international conflict that is basically the, right. the next war that's essentially happening. He wants to say, wants to say like, now. I'm better on Syria. I know what to do in Syria. I know mm -hmm. it's so good. I don't even need to talk to my own running mate about it. It, right. it hasn't come up in our conversations. But I'm more better than Hillary Clinton. It's just, it's just again, it's just laughable. I want to support Trump on this position because I don't want to go to war with Syria. And sometimes I think Clinton wants to put ground troops in there. And... I just can't support Trump because he has nothing to give. Mm -hmm. Except for insults and Twitter hashtags and those kind of things. And, you know, I mean, throwing Mike Pence under the bus that badly. I think Mike Pence did a good job of sidestepping things that Trump clearly said in the last I debate. I mean, clearly Trump, there were reports after the vice presidential debate that people were like, Trump was mad that Pence did better than him at the debate. He's going to be mad at him. And I was like, that's ridiculous. That's yeah. a laughable. There's no way that Donald Trump's going to be mad at his running mate for doing well in a debate. For doing a good job. Right. Even though, I mean, again, some people say he did good because he threw Trump under the bus. And in a way, I think that's true. He didn't defend Trump full-heartedly. He kind of couched right. his statements and said, what he really means is blah, 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 or just kind of... Who's really worse is the Hillary campaign. They're the worst campaign. So 
But after Trump in this debate, he just threw him. He's like, he's wrong on Syria. That's just yeah. ridiculous. There were reports mm. that Pence is considering dropping out after Trump's ridiculous, debaucherous comments leaked on tape. Right. That Pence could even be dropping out very of his race very soon. And it, the, Donald Trump's comments about Pence in this debate make me think that that's plausible, even though that would be so insane. Yeah. Oh, but there's yeah. already people fleeing from Donald Trump. And again, it's like, it's over these tapes. Right. Which. So, so, like one hour ago, the IndyStar.com, the headline was Pence is sticking with Trump, but closely watching the debate. I think that has to be from before the debate. Right. So there might be an update to it, you know, at some point here. But the fact that he's even considering it out loud for us to be <laughs> contemplating. Right. That it's even possible. I can't even remember. I, I don't remember a time. I can't remember anything that went on with Ross Perot. I was a kid or whatever. But I don't remember a time in politics where the, the vice president is, or the vice presidential nominee is saying, I'm going to have to wait and see. I mean, if this dude tanks <laughs> right. this next debate, I may just have to part ways. But they have had people from the House, Jason Chaffetz from the House, who like led up the Benghazi committee, grilling Hillary Clinton about Benghazi. He's from Utah, and he even said, like, I can't vote for Trump. I'm not going to vote for Trump. I have to pull my support. This is so, you know, beyond the pale. I can't support him. Several other people have called for Trump to step down to somehow let Pence be the the main nominee. Oh, yeah, Pence. They can't change the the ballots. Yeah, that that can't happen. I mean— Essentially, wouldn't it have to be a write-in, ba- write-in vote if they wanted to? I do mean, Pence is like on the ticket. I mean, theoretically, they could just the say, "Well, president. they voted for Trump, Pence. Trump dropped out, so I guess Pence it wins." I-, I guess it's legally possible. Could you imagine that going up against the Supreme Court? Dude. I mean, that's the type of thing where at this current Supreme right, Court, it's almost like that would benefit Donald Trump because oh, wow. if Pence dropped off. I don't, it's like it would just throw the whole election into chaos, and it's almost like what he wants is to have a contested election to delegitimize Hillary Clinton's presidency, um, which would be a horrific nightmare if that actually occurred. I feel like we're going down the rabbit hole there. I mean, but it's so easy to do. Uh, you know, there is a whole bunch of bananas at the slippery slope slide, and yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, the next thing that they talked about, let's see, after uh, the Muslims. Muslim ban, he had called Syrian refugees the great Trojan horse. They talked... Uh, um, WikiLeaks? They talked about... Somebody asked a question that was like, can you be a president for all people? Which... Yeah. He was a black... He was an older black guy. Yep. And I think both of the candidates kind of interpreted that as like, mm, what would you do for black people or ethnically diverse groups they gave very yeah. unsatisfying answers that were just kind of like oh i like everybody i almost interpreted it as what are you going to do for people that don't vote for you because at least 50 percent of america is not <laughs> right. going to vote for you so how are you going to be a president to them but i definitely could see how they'll take it as possibly the race thing and i think donald trump tried to go towards that and you know not just bringing up um, black people people of color but bringing up his Hispanic Latino people, right. he always brought those words together every single time he mentioned 
that community. Right. He it, it, to him, I believe he just he can't tell which one is which. So just right. to be safe, he's just going to say both of them every time. It's like one. I think you can say it's about a food, and one it's you know about people, and the one's really offensive if you use it in the wrong context. <laughs> so, I know that he's not thinking on that deep of a level. There's so much. It. There's so many layers to Trump's thinking on racial right. race relations. But I think this was a huge missed opportunity to talk about Black Lives Matter, which I think was a huge winning issue in the first debate for Hillary. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump's answers on that are just laughable. We need to lock him up, basically. The inner cities are hellish nightmare landscapes. Right. Unlike, you know, worse than war zones. It's like a third world country. We just yeah. need to lock up all those people in and jail. Stop that's and frisk them first. You know, that's the best thing that we can do for them. And yeah. And then we'll give everyone jobs because they don't have jobs. And oh, wait a second. But we've already given them criminal records so they can't get right. hired. So that's always a great thing. Um yeah, that Black Lives Matter definitely didn't get brought up necessarily. Policing didn't get brought up. Police reform no. in general did not get brought you up. You know, and that's debate. funny because it came up in the vice presidential debate. I guess there is a third debate that that could be an issue. I guess mm-hmm. it just depends on what's in the news five seconds before. You know, there'll probably be some other unarmed shooting of oh. a person of color before the next debate. I don't know Dude, how long it is, but it's there's one almost every day. So. Yeah. Yeah, we should we should place bets on it. It just depends and, on which Trump tape leaks are dominating the news cycle versus which horrific shootings. Those are the two real issues, really. The two real issues this company, this country has to grapple with. This company, yeah, United company, States of Bank of America, yeah, the United <laughs> you know? States of America Incorporated, yeah, aka Trump Enterprises International trademark, right? <laughs> Cannot be used, reproduced, or resold without the express written consent of the United States. Um, yeah, so that was pretty bad. Um, they didn't talk about it. For all we know, though, they could have meant to talk about it. There could have been a question from the crowd, and it just never got <laughs> right. was, I, It doesn't you know, seem up. like they got that many questions. Maybe five, six? Like It just seems like it was so... They spent so much time bickering back and forth. Mm-hmm. There was not enough questions from the crowd. I was really looking forward to more of that in this debate completely failed to deliver because they just let him talk and talk and defend and reflect after every question that they didn't even answer in the first place okay so the next thing that they ended up talking about um was wikileaks the um leaks about hillary clinton and basically her transcripts of speeches to wall street banks or corporations so um and the funny, her answer, this is the one time where I felt like Hillary Clinton wasn't putting down a base hit, you know, where she was like, I was referring to Abraham Lincoln, the movie. Oh, that was completely laughable. <laughs> you um, know? Right. She was like, when I said, you know, that I have to have a private persona and a public persona, so right. when I'm talking to the big banks, I'm one Hillary, and then when I'm talking to Joe Schmo on the street, I'm another Hillary, but really, it's you that I love the big banks. Mm-hmm. She was like, I was just talking, I was telling an anecdote about how Lincoln, you know, used that tactic to, The you know, 13th Amendment right, to, to get that approved. end slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And then Trump was like, Lincoln, are you kidding me? And I was like, yeah, right. good point. <laughs> but and then she also tried to throw in a little, sprinkle a little Putin on that and be like, you know, what I mean about being able to have two faces, a public and a private is, I don't want Putin to know what I'm doing. You know, I want to be able to go that way. Yeah. And then Trump goes, are you for real? 
I thought that that was kind of solid for Trump right there. You know, are you kidding me? Right. I think that was one of his the good parts for him is that Hillary's answer on that was very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was laughable, and you'd think that she would be better prepared. I mean, you know that I guess maybe she wasn't because that had kind of come up late in the campaign those leaks, but. The content of the leaks themselves, though, let's talk about it a little bit. One of the things that they're saying is she went to the banks and said, "Yeah, I'm a private person, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a different person when I talk to you versus when I talk to a regular voter." She also said, "Banks and the government need to work together on regulations and changes to make everybody safer." Uh, she had said at one point some sort of offhand thing about like, "I dream of a future with, you know, free trade and open borders." where the United States of America can make some strategic acquisitions throughout the world, uh, you know, United States of America Incorporated, as, we, as we've dubbed it. Right. Uh, so USA. that was a little weird. But at the same time, it's like, okay, maybe she's like talking about some like crazy Star Trek utopia stuff. Whatever. But it's just, it's so sad that she refused to release these speeches during the Bernie campaign because that might have hurt her with Bernie supporters. But it wasn't even that bad. It's it, just like you're. I I almost think you're getting hurt worse with the secrecy. Yeah, yeah. Just like Trump and the taxes. Well, and just like I mean, I feel like if, if you could go back and digitally insert Romney in this election and <laughs> everything he got crucified for the last time around, people would be like, okay, you're fine. You know, yeah, this it's is not so bad, right? It, I mean, you when know, you look in comparison, it's it's night and day. You I know, mean, it, I mean, basically the things he had said, it was you know behind you know in private and and that was kind of what did him in i don't think that that was too different than the wall street thing the trump the trump comments the sexy comments Mm -hmm. uh from trump uh people say oh it was in private he's talking to a television host that he's doing a television segment with while mic'd there's camera operators there's there's mic people there's assistants he, this is not a private conversation. Right. That it's just so ridiculous that he's able to get away with this is just locker room talk or whatever that I just do with a dude who hosts a TV show so that I could just show him how cool I am at bagging married ladies at the furniture store. Hey yo. <laughs> but you know the other thing though about that, I, it it was gonna come back up at some point, but. How is it that none of the other Republican candidates weren't able to get, I mean, we're talking, going to the point about this is not a private conversation. There's microphones everywhere. And the other person is Billy Bush from Access Hollywood, who is related to the Bushes. He's (laughs) Jeb Bush's cousin. He's George H.W. Bush's, like, nephew. Yeah. Why wouldn't you tell Jeb Bush? Your cousin, your blood. Hey, what up, cuz? You know, you right. should know that we had this conversation You're before. running against Trump? I know that guy. He's a total sleazebag. Yeah. There's got to be the worst tapes out there about him. I've interacted with him. This I had is no joke. idea. But I think what happened is that all of the people, they didn't take Trump seriously. They didn't even bother to do any Mr. kind Trump. of They just research. said, he'll just flame out. Mm. We don't even need to waste time looking into his past. Everybody knows his past. It's ridiculous. His right. checkered past is outrageous. Yep. Turns out people actually didn't. Or they did, but they didn't. It wasn't real for them. His past was some ethereal thing where it's like, yeah, he was in Home Alone. Whatever. He had a TV show where he said you're fired. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whatever. That's just Mm -hmm. TV nonsense. Mm -hmm. They don't actually know the details of his messy divorces, his ridiculous behavior for decades. Right. You know, shady business practices, crooked deals. 
Atlantic City mob money. Like it's just yeah. it just goes on and on. And they didn't even bother bringing money from any of Russian it up. banks in Iran because he can't get loans and stuff <laughs> in the United States. Yeah. Um, but now now he's flaming out, and it's flaming out at the worst possible time for them. So you know, it's just kind of. It's I mean, ridiculous. I hope so. I mean, with this campaign, it's like you just don't even know anymore. I can't tell when he's about to flame out or when he's about to have a resurgence. I mean, before the first debate, he wasn't doing amazing. He was still being a ridiculous kid. Mm-hmm. He was just saying nonsense. And he, he was getting support. I just don't know where his support's coming from. I'd like to think this tape is going to hurt his support, but it's like, I can't even tell anymore. You know what? I honestly believe that his support is coming from People who believe that the first political thought Donald Trump ever had was, we need to see Obama's long-form birth certificate. <laughs> right. I mean, that's literally, those are the people, because everybody else knows that Trump is this kind of a D-bag. So, you know, I feel like those are the only people that he has left, and it's just a large enough population of America that, that can keep him going up until now. Um, right. So another thing they talked about, kind of towards the end of the debate, they did touch on the Supreme Court. Uh, they yep. said, what What are you looking for in a Supreme Court justice? I think Hillary missed a great opportunity to say, I think Merrick Garland's a great nominee. Right. He should be confirmed right now. But the Republicans are holding him hostage so that they can get whoever Donald Trump wants, like Peter Thiel or Judge Judy judge or his Napolitano. sister's a judge. Yeah, Judge Napolitano from Fox <laughs> News, who is like a former retired judge mm-hmm. who now hates Mexicans on Fox News professionally is his job, I think. Yeah, he, his name was floated around as a VP pick for Ron Paul if he would have, you know. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and, and so I think her response was, you know, I want one that's going to protect women's rights. She brought up reverse Citizens United and get money out of politics, which I liked. If you think mm. Trump would be bringing that up since he's the guy who's going to fix taxes for rich people because he knows so much about how to yeah. cheat taxes. Get rid of the carried interest provision, you know. That, right. That's what he kept bring, bringing up. Trump just said, I want Scalia Jr. I want a clone, <coughs> a robot clone of Scalia. Uh, and I want to protect the Second Amendment, which is like, I know he doesn't even care about that yeah. personally at all. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Although his sons are like, got pictures of them like shooting elephants and, you know, all kinds of like African safari animals with giant guns. Cause mm-hmm. I guess maybe he does care about that. Yeah, that's all I had for him was, you know. We got to put people like Scalia up there. He died recently. Um, <laughs> I read that on the, on the news. Says Trump. Right. That was the only thing I've ever read. <laughs> and uh, fight for the Second Amendment. That was really about it. You know, they did ask questions about the wealthy paying their fair share. Um, they also asked about um, renewable energy. Yeah. I believe. There was yeah. A question. <laughs> Trump is. You know, this was actually funny. So Trump started talking about, oh, we need to rebuild our plants. He said at one point we need to rejigger, re-jigger our plants or something. The coal factories or right. something. And then he said, oh, he loves coal. we got to bring back coal. Coal's such a huge moneymaker. People Jiggle love what? working in coal mills. You always just hear about it. I'm like, that was the best years of my life, mm-hmm. working in that coal mill. I just wish I could do it every day. Getting that black lung oh, or whatever. So Brown lung. Cl- crushing avalanches <laughs> and you know suffocating. It's the best. Even as recent as a couple of years ago, there was a big West Virginia coal. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, right. Yeah. With the leader of that was like this guy, Don Massey. Mm-hmm. And he was like a huge Republican supporter. And it just was revealed that like, he had been like forging all this EPA stuff and like not doing inspections like he should have, and it was just a whole mess. Uh, 
So coal, yeah, that's a winning issue. We, people love coal. Right. And then he brought up steel, which ended right. up just being like setting the ball on the tee for Hillary Clinton to just slam his face in it with, you know, well, you get your, your steel from China. And right, to build your skyscrapers. Yeah. If you love steel and industry in America so much, why are you importing all your China? Why are you getting that foreign steel? You know, Oops, Trump the, didn't have a response to that one. Exactly, because there's no preparation. What the steely, yo? Right, which I especially love that answer because I was like, this is such a great tee-up for Hillary to just say you import Chinese steel. Yeah. And she did it. I she think I said something like as stupid as connect with her. if she says this at this point, I'll probably just vote for her on a Boom. whim. And then Nailed it happened. It. You so, and all of America, man, Chuck. That was know the what? turning point of this election right there. I'm still going to let my conscience... And my savior be my God when I get into that voting booth. But anyways, yes, I don't know. She definitely scored big points there. It was it was honestly something that anybody that was remotely witty or that had been right. Well, and also just Trump is he's obviously he doesn't really care about energy policy. That's not his focus. Oh, of course, Hillary, not. of course, like every issue that could possibly come up, has a detailed policy. You could probably go to her website and read paragraph after paragraph about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They did a comparison where Clinton had released just like. Like nine times more policy details than than Trump had when you just look at word count. I mean, you go to the policy section of Trump's website, and it just says like, "We're gonna build a wall to make Mexico pay for it. We need to ban Muslims until we figure out what the hell's going on." Mm-hmm. This is literally his policy statements. His policy his could be written on an index card. You right. know, <laughs> I said at one point in this debate, all every single line that Trump has is a tweet. Mm-hmm. He speaks in tweet. Yeah, he's just spouting tweet lines. Every sentence is so short. He uses hashtags. He uses the same lines over and over again. We're going to make America great again. We never lose. We need to get better deals. He speaks in tweet language. And at every point, Hillary Clinton would go on these long reverse, you know, these convoluted statements that are like, you're you're trying to make this a catchphrase. It's not going to be a catchphrase. At several points, Hillary had said, we, America is great because America is good. As if she wanted that to be like a line. Something and I'm like, that's that such a on. weird yeah. line yeah. that you can't tweet that. It doesn't really even make sense it's when you think about it. Ain't going viral. <laughs> right. But she brought it up several times. She was like, that's not going to be a thing. Stop trying to yeah. make fetch a thing. Hillary. Yeah. Fetch is not a thing. You know, and it's weird, but, you know, my partner's an educator and I've heard a lot of teachers say, you know, that communication is getting worse because of everybody's, everybody is talking and writing, composing like they are texting right. in 140 characters. And I used to always say, come on, it, it's not about the cell phones, but now we have a presidential candidate that is basically proving me wrong right. and making me look stupid. So, And when I, called, when I called that Hillary was going to get that steel, import the Chinese steel line, that was one of the few times in the debate where I said, Hillary should say this, and she actually said it. Mm. But I think for Trump supporters, <laughs> every single line, is what his supporters are screaming at the TV. I mean, so I think he really does connect with his core base, right? He goes to write what they want to talk about. Why won't you talk about Bill Clinton's sex scandals? That's what America wants you to talk about. Mm -hmm. Which is like, Hillary's like, can we talk about the substantive issues of how we would actually govern as president? No, let's rehash scandals from the 90s. It's the 90s. We have to talk about scandals from the 90s again. It's just... It's so disgusting. She did bring up, though, from the 90s, um, taking a deficit and making it a surplus, though. <laughs> right. So, 
just like while we're talking about the 90s there was some good things that kind of sort of happened i don't know how right. that happened the, but the best part of the debate by far though was the end the end the last question r-e-s-p-e-c-t Oh, so good. Find out what it means to both of the candidates. This guy. I, I can't wait to look up a video clip of this guy to find out who this guy is and just thank him mm-hmm. because that was the perfect ending to this ridiculous debate where a member of the audience stands up and says, this has been a very contentious campaign. I want you each to say something positive, complimenting the other person in this race. Um which they were audible laughs yeah. within the audience and from yeah. the candidates themselves. Okay, this is a crazy one right here. Right. And I wasn't even, I wasn't 100% sure that they were going to be able to say anything and make it sound genuine, but they both actually exceeded my expectation on that. And It was you know, like a, a beautiful window into a potential campaign that wasn't a train wreck garbage fire. From the very beginning. That we'll never see again. That we'll never see. This is, yeah, this is peering into an alternate reality in this moment in time. So let's hash through their answers. Yes. Starting with Clinton here. Did Clinton go first? Um, Clinton went first and she said, you know, I respect his children. You know, they're all here tonight. They're all doing well. They're all supporting him. And that says a lot about Donald, Um, you know, as a mother and as a grandmother that means a lot to me. I love that line because not only is it very complimentary, it seems very genuine and warm. Very genuine, I, sincere. I, da- I wonder if she rehearsed that. I, It's you know, possible, but it's such a perfect answer. It makes me think yeah. that maybe they did because if you really think about it, <laughs> she did not compliment Donald at all. At all. Right. Directly. Right. She complimented his children to say, well, they turned out okay, so I guess you must not be that bad. You must have done well, something right. But it was kind of an indirect compliment right, to him exactly. saying, you know, Perfect. your parenting did something that didn't turn out as bad as your businesses right. or something. <laughs> and yet, and then Donald's answer. Well, first of all, Donald starts out by saying, I will take that as a compliment. Right. I don't know if you meant that as a compliment, but I'll take that's it. That's how I'll like, take yes, it. Yes, no, that's how compliments work. You should know. <laughs> right right that's what all the people who work for you give you nonstop instead of real news and information is just false compliments constantly you know and his was almost more like a rap shout out in the sense <laughs> that he goes you know she does get things done she fights hard she doesn't quit she's not a quitter she's, she's a not fighter, a quitter which is hilarious because in the last debate he was like she doesn't have the stamina yeah when, low energy right. you know she doesn't quit <laughs> but she's a fighter and a quitter and she gets things done you know you know, even if I do put a special committee together, she won't fight it. You know, she ain't going to quit either, though. Right. So, so that know. was the debate. Uh, that was it was hard to watch at times, uh, especially at the beginning when it was just so uh, tense with they were talking about the sex scandals <laughs> over and over. It was mm-hmm. so awkward and tense. Trump mm-hmm. was clearly uncomfortable. Um, I think everyone was uncomfortable. It was just an uncomfortable moment for the America, America. and the world, really. I mean, it yeah. was a low point for sure that oh, the sure. campaign has come to this, where we have to now duel dueling sex scandals from ten to twenty years ago, taking all the things back to the nineties. And I think this is a strategy that Trump's going to double down on. It seems he had a press conference, <laughs> if I can even call it that. He posted like a Facebook Live video of him and four women accusing Bill Clinton of sex crimes at the beginning of the debate saying like i'm just finishing up my debate prep which literally oh oh the he, conference right and before that he 
had done this apology, this fake apology that he released on video where he's like, mm-hmm. I apologize if you were offended, but Bill Clinton's worse. Right. This whole video. It was like not an apology, but a WWE like <laughs> yeah, hype down. video where he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to see you in the ring. I'm going to take you down. You think I can make myself feel shame it's impossible <laughs> i will destroy yeah. you hillary if and i, I think possess that's his the capacity to be embarrassed <laughs> right so i just think i don't think it's a winning issue for him no people were you know in the immediacy of the debate we were hearing from a lot of people trump came off better than expected uh i mean the expectations of him in this debate how can you not exceed the expectations? I mean, the expectations are that you would just sit on stage and have a mental breakdown. Right. Because your campaign is destroyed right now. Right. So I guess from that perspective, he did, he didn't get destroyed. Right. He didn't do good. Some Hillary people Clinton are saying he won. Good. I, what does one mean? It's so it's, ridiculous yeah. of a term. Yeah. He, Hillary Clinton didn't destroy him. Hillary Clinton tried to pivot the conversation to the future. Mm. Donald Trump at times tried to, but couldn't. He just kept bringing it back. And I just don't think that's a winning issue for anyone. Donald Trump's at a point in his campaign where even though he's gotten close to tying Clinton at several points, he's never won in this debate. He's never led for a significant period of time in this race. He needs to win people to his side. I don't really think it's possible for not him at this point to do that. It's it's too late. Yep. All he can do is depress Clinton's turnout by just trying to drag her down with him. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he can drag her down more than she slips right below where his already yep. low levels are. I don't think he has a chance of doing it. Trying to get as many try as hard as he can. Bernie voters to not vote at all, rather than right. vote for her. You know, I find it he's hard. certainly not winning them. There's some logic to his strategy because maybe it's possible that he, he can, can drive away more world. Hillary supporters than his own supporters with this horrible negative campaigning, which is might be possible because you think so. Trump supporters are sticky, man. Even though there's people out there denouncing him, I wonder really how many of these people even care. Like I said, sure. he said I can shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and still win. Right. That may be true because right. it's almost like some of these people. It doesn't matter what video. What information comes about out about Trump doesn't matter. And it's the right. same thing with Hillary. Hillary's emails could be like, I murdered people. And there'd still be tons of people who say like, well, he's better than Trump. Yeah. You know, that it was a murder for a good cause. Right. You know? Yeah. It was a murder for America. Right. Every, you know, America Inc. loves the murder biz. Seriously. Big time on it. That's our, Very that's popular. one of our largest exports. So, dude, murder for hire, like Spencer for hire. So... So um, I guess hopefully we can try to see some more profound insights in the third. Is that the final debate? Are they only There's doing one more formal debate that's not a town hall style? Although this one was it was an ineffective town hall because the questions from the audience were too short and too easily dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one more formal debate like next week or something. It, it's pretty soon. Wednesday, October nineteenth. So that's ten days from now. It's like a week and a half. Okay. But who knows, man? This intervening time is going to be really crazy. Anything could happen. Maybe Trump, you know, doesn't fall, but just kind of stays in the, you know, weak support zone. I I feel like he's going to really try to run a scorched earth 
campaign where right he just to tries to destroy line. everybody. He doesn't care who he takes with him. If Pulls he's going to lose, down. he's taking everybody down. And I think in some ways he's taking the GOP down because now there's this huge rift where Speaker oh, yeah. of the House Paul Ryan was supposed to campaign with Trump. He's canceling events. Trump's not going to disinvite it from my events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pence is, is saying, you know, his statements are deplorable. I'm praying for him, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, lots of other people are starting to drop support for him. People are, you know, questioning. A lot of people have said, like, I condemn this. It's like people are not questioning. If you condemn, how many condemns do you have to do? Before you cannot support this person for president. Right. His statements were the worst things I've ever heard, and I must elect him to be the most powerful man in the world. Absolutely. How can you hold those positions? You know, I guess we're just living in a different time. I mean, I heard on the radio today some, I think it was a pastor or somebody from, like, the religious right saying that they're still going to stick with him even though they cannot stand what he said and they're offended by what he said. Right. And they're like, but that's still better than Hillary right. Clinton. It's so sad because, like, I'm I'm almost afraid to talk politics with people because I'm afraid that they'll support Trump, and I just don't even know what to say at this point. Like, mm-hmm. how can you still—it's just unthinkable to me that people can still be supporting him after everything he's done. It just—again, it, there's nothing that he could do. People are supporting the anger that was the wave he rode on from the very beginning because he was like, you're right. I'll run as the angry guy because I am angry. I will accept and, the mantle of anger. And um, and America is angry right now. But it's like America's angry. They don't know what they're angry White at. White America is angry at so many things. But when Me. you look at stuff like, they're, again, they're, they attacked Obamacare in this debate. It's like Obamacare, it's not perfect. It's better than what we had. People forget that, yeah. you know? Crime, oh, it's bad. Well, you know, it's been a little bit higher than the last couple of years, but if you look back more, yeah. it's way, it's a historic lows. Um, you know, people are safer and healthier in many respects than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. They harp on terrorism so much. Oh, it's the worst terrorism ever. No, it's not. There was more terrorism in the 70s than there is today. It's just laughable how much time they spend on this. Donald Trump, again and again, no matter what he was asked, he tried to bring up ISIS. ISIS is bad. They're not a direct threat no. to the American system in any way. They're they can a blip only, on the radar. Right. They can only do small localized attacks. Right. Like, and they Serious want to spend so much deep. money to fight them when they're fighting themselves. I don't know. It, it just seems like they are. It's not a sustainable system that they're trying to set up over there. No. I don't think we need to really get bogged down in another quagmire in the middle east at war in iraq again third time hey, to charm hey, you know you know you know we'll get one we'll get one of these ones right you know <laughs> and we'll have a, a great leader like donald trump nowhere near <laughs> nowhere near the button hopefully well but, i want to end this on a lighter note okay please do we've had a lot i appreciate it i just want to tell you that this campaign is so dark that as video game escapism i've been playing a game called shadows of mordor where it's a lord (laughs) of the rings game okay where you're a dude who hangs out in mordor and tries to fight a bunch of orcs Hmm. that's what i do to escape from this reality i run around the the fires of mordor okay in a video game to escape this election that's how sad this election is. interesting 
you know. I'm sorry, I said I was going to bring it up. Video games are fun, though. It's really fun. Oh, absolutely. I've been going to the gym a little bit more um, at the uh, height of the direct presidential, uh, the national campaign here. Um, what else do I do to try to forget? Have you been swimming? I know you swam on your birthday. Yeah, I, I've been. I swim about a mile each time. You know, I'm not great. And How many I'm definitely like back and downs is that? That sounds. I believe like it's a lot. 36. Wow. Yeah, that's so serious stuff. That's about as much as I can get through before I start to cramp up and need <laughs> to pull myself out of the pool. But yeah, it's great to take a you know, take some interest in some other things. Maybe podcast a little bit. Um, <laughs> but you know, I find it very therapeutic. Yeah, absolutely. I got to get this off my chest. Get this off my chest. I got something to say. And another thing. No, just kidding. Um, not another thing. But we definitely will have some other episodes that won't even uh, revolve necessarily around the um, debates. But That would be nice. I do want to ask you, what do you think would be your prediction of what happens over the next week, the next seven days, in terms of the presidential debate? I mean, Literally anything could happen. But... I think, right, exactly. This campaign is so ridiculous. Who knows what's going to come out? Mm. I think people are going to start to come out and say... Add pile on to the Donald Trump sex debauchery, sexual assault. He's basically giving a sexual assault seminar on the bus for Access Hollywood. Like, here's <laughs> what I do. If you're famous, you could just go up and just start kissing and groping chicks and grabbing right. their junk. It's the best. Right. You guys should try it. Uh, basically, a sexual assault seminar. So in the fallout of that, I think more stories are going to come forward. There's stories that there's more tapes out there of Trump saying the N-word. Tapes mm -hmm. from The Apprentice behind the scenes that are just revolting um, that apparently NBC is scared to let out because Trump might try to sue them, which is like gross and balls. Come on. Yeah. Um, Hillary is going to have to. Well, I don't know. She's going to just probably lay low. Trump is going to be parading if around. she's smart, that's what she'll Donald, do. <laughs> Donald Trump's like uh, crew of Bill Clinton sexual assault victims to try to own the news cycle there but his binders of women who knows man i i think it's like i said he's gonna try try to take down everyone with him people are gonna be pressing all kinds of republicans on like how can you still support trump after all this this is ridiculous it's gonna be really ridiculous i i don't even know if trump shows up to the last debate i guess it depends if this debate gives a boost to his performance and kind of keeps his campaign on life support i guess he shows up but i could see a future where the bottom just falls out and people just say, I can't vote for Trump anymore. This is just crazy. Well, I think the RNC even withdrew campaign there's, money to him was, to send There's it down talk now. of that, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that they've said anything official, but again, anything's anything possible. Happen. It's absolutely. just absolutely nuts. But I don't know. I guess my prediction would be his campaign stays on life support. It doesn't get totally trounced. It's just... It just makes it it's to a sad election limp, day. A sad limp to election day where they have a final debate. It goes about like the first one did. Maybe 14 more scandals for each of them will break. Apparently there's more emails. The emails just keep coming, keep oh, coming, geez. keep coming nonstop. So who knows what could happen. But what would you like to talk about that's not the election maybe next time? Hmm. Not the election, you know... I don't know. I, I really, I do want to bring it back to sports. We this should bring it back to, have to sports. A sports angle. We originally wanted to do a sports you know, related podcast. Obama's actually supposed to be doing some sort of like ESPN interview where he talks about sports and race in America or something. Oh, really? I think maybe that's this week. So maybe that would be a good topic. That would be a great thing to tune in for. Um, you know, our section will be called, we think, um, 
flannel jersey. Oh, you think that sounds great I, for I our sports section? Beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. So look forward to that segment and other segments that'll be coming on. And um, we will look forward to cranking out good material for everybody. So once again, this is Chuck. This is Brendan. And we are signing off with the Liquid Flannel Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>